One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Okay, we just had to request that Jack start recording because mommy said that she got back from the dentist and pronounced it dentist, and then Jack immediately whipped back with what, Jack? I didn't make it up. Oh, okay. What's it from? <laughs> now that it's not you guys. Uh, <laughs> it's, I, I said a dentist, a menace, a hor- an oral hygienist. Because <laughs> I'm a dentist, a menace, an oral hygienist. Open your mouth for about four or five minutes. Take a little bit of this fluoride, run a switch, but don't spit it, swallow, and I'll finish. Yeah. <laughs> and what is that from? That is from uh, sounds like Andre three thousand. No, it's Shake Bad. It's by Nate Dog and Eminem. Ah, yes. Okay, in that context, that makes sense. Yeah. But yeah, you pronounced it dentist, mommy. Okay. Well, the dentist. Okay, the dentist. Okay. I just got back from the dentist. Okay, I hope they numbed your mouth because you're pronouncing it crazy. (laughs) They didn't actually. I I sat in there forever. Like all, all of the cold in the entire U.S. Northwest emanates from that office. Uh. The water tasted like poison. The dentist <laughs> had the breath of a badger, which oh, no. is a bad sign That's in a, a dentist. That's a terrible sign. That is bad. Yeah. He sounds sick. Oh, I don't know. You shouldn't have been able to smell his breath. That sounds bad. Yeah. I agree. That well, sounds very, very bad. I mean, I've... Well, it was my first is... time there, so... And your last... Yeah, I, yeah, quite possibly. Mm. But, Sounds uh, disgusting. Oh, and they did about, I don't know, probably for real, 20 x-rays. Oh, and that God. didn't feel Does right that hurt? Does that hurt you so oh, much? Oh, that little thing? Oh, yeah, I've got gouges in the top of my mouth now from that stupid thing. It hurts me so much, and they're always like, okay, sweetheart, you're going to need to grow up. And I'm always like, I, it's, <laughs> it's so bad. It hurts me so much. I always end up apologizing and crying a little bit. Oh, God. Well, if they didn't make those things for Paul Bunyan, then maybe this would work out better. <laughs> I know. Based on oh. the way that you were being chastised for complaining, it sounds like you were you had to apologize because you were told to. Yeah, exactly. So. Speaking of needing to grow up, this movie. Can I get a theme song? Oh. Yeah. Welcome to Nameless Best Friends. I'm Barely Paige. I'm sort of Beth. Bomb 100% Jack and 90% endurance and 10% <laughs> stress. <laughs> Wait, you got some sleep, right, Jack? 
I did. Uh, for those who don't know, I was up for 48 hours or more because this is a hell of a weekend. Yeah. Merry Thanksgiving weekend, Merry Thanksgiving as Hallmark weekend. keeps telling us as it s- cr- slams into the bottom right corner of every single movie <laughs> that we are continuing <laughs> yes. to continue to watch. Yes. Merry Thanksgiving weekend. <laughs> uh, Merry Thanksgiving weekend. Yeah. So Hey, the they mo- did a lot. They did a lot right this weekend, but this movie was not part of they that. Did, they did one <laughs> thing perfectly. Yes. Did you watch Biltmore Christmas yet, Jack? No. Ugh, oh, I then I don't know it. what you saw that they did right, but that. Haul out the holly. Well, oh, yeah. I haven't watched that yet. Okay. Oh! Unbelievable. Compared Unfortunately, to this, we have to talk about that. No, everything is good compared to this. You didn't yeah, okay. even mention our Christmas mural, which I'm halfway through. I haven't watched that one yet. So, yeah. I All know. right. Well, what movie is this that we're talking about with such misery, uh, Jack? Do we have to? Yeah, we we have to. But it's going to be brief. This this I I would be happy to wrap this episode up in eight minutes. Yep. Letters to Santa. When young siblings receive a magic pen from Santa that appears to be granting wishes, they request a Christmas gift they want more than anything for their separated parents to reunite. Starring Katie Leclerc and Rafael de la Fuente. Now, what's great about this is that this is the first movie this season uh, where the description already is more misery than bliss. And... (laughs) It really yeah, says it. Yeah, because most yeah. most of these movies, you know, they the if you read the description, you're like, well, maybe, maybe, maybe that could be festive and fun. And then halfway through, they reveal that everyone's parents are dead, and there's a meteor coming <laughs> to destroy the whole planet in ten days, and you have to wish, you know, kiss all your loved ones good night. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So good night. Sorry, like like but but like Goodbye. from life. So anyway, the, the, like <laughs> good, good night, night from, from life. life. So. This is the first one where they tell you right off the bat, because I remember I, I did actually read this description right as I was clicking it on, on Philo, and I was like, all right, that's... Oh, it's going to be a bleak change. one, everybody. <laughs> Paige says we really have to do all of them. Yeah, yeah, I do, because that's the commitment we made. Since we're doing that, what what would you guys call this? Because Letters to Santa's, I don't know, it's accurate and just in a not descriptive. That's fine. But what what would you guys call it? All I... I barely came up with one for this, and based on the plot, which the pro- the problem with this is that it has a plot, but it doesn't matter because I hate it. And usually I'm conscious of, like, people worked on it. People people came in, they clocked in, they did their job. I don't care. Everybody should be ashamed <laughs> of themselves. <laughs> wow, 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 wow. Out the this gate. This is a bad movie. <laughs> this, is a, this is a movie that, 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 that if, if I, how dare you? <laughs> It's true. <laughs> this was a mean movie to make at Christmas time. And it's just, it's so negative. And, and it's just, it's, it's, you know what the thing is, is that the reason I think it's okay to have that attitude about it is because it's a nihilistic movie that has no positive outlook. And I feel like if you make stuff that is not positive and you put it out there into the world, then people are allowed to be negative about it. And I don't think that this movie has a positive outlook on life. And I feel like it's just like, yep, everything sucks. And this is the best I'm going to put out there. And I feel like it, this movie doesn't have, it doesn't have a lot of cheer and hope. And it's kind of, it's just nihilistic. And I don't think that that's, that's a super positive thing. And I don't think that that should be put out there for this context. Yeah. I know that, you know, I like watching some bleak oh, yeah. stuff. Trust me, half my, half my playlists are about moping. But like, that is not what I come to this for. So... It's a hard no. <laughs> anyway, the the title I came up with was Advance Calendar. 
And that's as much that's as much energy I could put into this because this whole movie was predicated around an advance, and it's not an advent calendar, but an advance. And an advance. I, there was an yes, advance. An advance. Yeah, like a like a contract don't in, in let, her we advance. Don't have to explain it now he, because he, I'm gonna. As in, have he to stole me. her advance. Right. Yeah, I didn't put a lot of energy into it. Why no. would I? Well, good. While you're relaxing, put on a Christmas <laughs> mural. Our Christmas mural. Whatever. Anyway. <laughs> I didn't really come up with a title for this, but I was trying to come up with something around uh, grandma is a federal criminal <laughs> because it is illegal to take other people's mail out of a mailbox. Now, technically, I guess that was her mailbox. Yeah, yeah it is because he yeah. lives with her, right? But it wasn't addressed to it wasn't, her. It wasn't addressed. Yeah, it is illegal to, well, it, it is addressed to, to Santa, Santa, actually. And that's not really. That's addressed. It's addressed. <laughs> I don't know about that. Yeah, it's not her mail. It is Santa's mail. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I did. I did notice that. Um, I came up with a title since you guys didn't bother. Um, Not really, yeah. Cool. Rachel McMadams in the Parent Rap. <laughs> oh my God, <laughs> the Parent Rap. Ugh, that was the worst thing. Yeah. That and the canted angles. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. You could also call it Scatman. <laughs> that was. Oh. The- <laughs> Ugh. Uh, yeah, I felt really good about my title, and it's good because yeah. I, I had to feel good about something during the watching yeah. of this movie. Yeah, Yeah, this movie starts off with a first the first scene. What are they doing? Are they are they at a Christmas yep. tree farm? Because yep. it is the gloomiest start. It is such a pre car accident scene. Yep. It like it really seemed. I thought mom was about to go get killed. I it <laughs> didn't seem like she was gonna survive. It like. Except that they didn't make her seem nice. Usually, like in a scene like that where she, it seems like she's doomed, right. it made it like usually you're like, well, you're, they put well, her in the sunshine it's from the perspective of a of a right. of a like a handheld video camera, and you're pushing her onto the bed, and she's like, "Stop it, stop it!" Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, but like they were like there, and it just had this gloomy, like bleak, something terrible is about to happen sort of feel, and. It was. It was just that that the terrible thing that was about to happen was the movie. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's really, really bad. <laughs> <laughs> so bad. Yeah. So anyway, uh, yeah, they're they're in the they're in the tree area. It's a family. It's a it's a husband, his wife. Although yeah. it seems like something's up. Seems like maybe they're not getting along too great. Yeah. And then they're two unwieldy children yeah and can i just by the way say that this is an incredibly unrealistic family dynamic i mean it's a mother who's a writer a father who's a musician and a daughter who wants to be a writer and a son who wants to be a musician and the parents are separated it's like that's that doesn't happen you know there aren't that many artists in a family okay just for anybody who is not inherently um in the know that is exactly what our family was is so yeah yeah (laughs) yeah it's funny because I hadn't really thought of it that way watching it. That's how little it resonated with me. It didn't even, the fact that it, it apparently exactly detailed, I can't say reflected, my own experience. And that didn't sound um, familiar. Didn't, I, uh, yeah, I mean, it wasn't, it not only didn't sound familiar, but I wasn't, I wasn't rooting for anybody. I didn't like uh, relate to anybody. Yeah. Uh, no. So they're in the tree park, the Christmas tree. Wait, what do they, they call it in the? That not other- they did not call it Christmas tree park in oh, that right. in, Christmas, in flipping sorry. Christmas. It was like it's not a Christmas tree park; it's a Christmas tree farm. Or yeah, so they're there and uh, they they're like, all right, kids, go run among the evergreens, and they do, and they run out, and the kids are running around, 
And while they're doing that, they're, the parents are watching. And it's a very incredibly pathetic scene where <laughs> the dad tries to hold so her gloomy. hand. And she and they're holding hands for a second. And she just sort of and takes her hand away and is like, I'm going to leave. So then she leaves. She has to head out. And she calls. Yeah. And she re- calls and out. He's the like, kids and I says, know, hey, I... kids, I'm going to head out. Yeah, he's like, he's like, but we usually do stuff together because it's Christmas time. Yeah. And she's like, I know, but I have work stuff. Because she a writer. And so he takes the Because she a writer. And that's famously not a flexible job. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. I mean, look, I know I'm busy often from writing, but. So then. Uh, yeah, I mean, he, like, you could move stuff around. He goes back to his family. Like Christmas stuff with yeah, your children? Yeah, like with your children when they're making memories. and Yeah. He goes yeah. back to his family. Yeah, I mean, also, yeah, famously Christmas Christmas time is not the not a lot going on. That's that's the time when there's nothing going on in the public. People clock industry. out about <laughs> Halloween. Yeah. I would say they're For like, real. well, it's Christmas time now that the witches' hats are gone. So yeah. like, they're not doing anything. They're especially not having deadlines on Christmas yeah, Eve. There are but there okay. are many times in in my life that I have I have heard you guys talking, one or the other of you talking about something you have to wait until the new year to do. Because yep. of that. Uh-huh. So it's, it's because October is over. Yeah. Yeah. As a reminder for any and for anybody who's this is the first episode they're ever listening to, Beth and I are both writers. Yeah. So unlike the character in this Actually, particular film. Yeah. We know. <laughs> yeah. So uh what's his name? Who cares? I don't know. <laughs> Enrique. Okay. Sure. <sighs> it's my brother in law's name. I should know that, but yeah, that didn't ring a bell. Yeah. Enrique also didn't resonate. Uh, Enrique, no, right? Oh my Enrique God. goes back to his family restaurant that his mom owns, uh, that he works at, even though he hates it. Um, and he meets the new hire there, who is somebody whose name is I think Candace, but she says you can call me. Oh, it's Candy. Candace, and she goes it by Candace. Candy. And that 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 restaurant has an awning with a Microsoft Word font on sure it. Does. <laughs> I mean, it's just it's a bleak building because that's the only text, that's the only thing on it, that's the only thing other than like it's just a brutalist like soviet building that yeah. that says like whatever mama's kitchen or whatever the hell yeah and yeah like it's that's that's all it is so it's so bad but they, yeah she's just like this is the new assistant gm that i've hired yeah. and then it's just like this that's pretty right. blonde girl he's with the a ponytail GM. and she's just like yeah assistant assistant gm yeah yeah and well, she's no, like and he's uh on, he's Enrique the general the manager yeah. yes he's and, and then the mom owns the place yeah. And she's like, this is the new assistant general manager uh, that I hired without apparently discussing it with you, the general manager. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah. And then she's like, this is Candace. And she's just like, but you can call me Candy. So it turns out that Rebecca, <laughs> there you go. Rebecca, Jesus, these are not accessible names in my head at all. This movie is so completely forgotten. Okay. Rebecca I is was the wife. almost named Rebecca. I writ- wrote a book that was a retelling of Rebecca. Any of these should have stuck in our heads. <laughs> yep. Yep. Right, so Rebecca is the yeah, is the mom. She's the writer. Uh, her writing has dried up apparently. Yeah, so she's meeting with her with her publisher. Yeah, there's no agent involved in this one. She's meeting with her publisher, or that's her agent who works at the publishing yeah. house. Because you just never know. It's completely there, confused. There's a liaison. Hallmark is always very very realistic about this. Yeah, <laughs> there's a liaison. I was surprised that she was a children's book author because that just didn't seem to warrant the burnout that she was feeling no no i mean that's what you have to write one paragraph and spread it over 10 pages not that it's I mean, not that it's impossible to are not I'm just not... simple it's not like just anybody can do it no yeah but but they say it's a famously t- difficult industry like actually very yeah i have it's a very yeah. difficult <laughs> industry but the, i'm just saying the it's not 
exhausting. Why is that? It's yeah, like I, I don't poets aren't generally exhausted, I don't think. No. They they need to get it right. I don't know. I just I did, I called I was surprised when when that well, was what it was it's because it's not like she needs to come up with 90,000 words like we do. <laughs> exactly, but didn't they then introduce her to the illustrator? Yeah. Like so usually a children's book author it's kind of like the the real what do you think about with Goodnight Moon? I mean, like pretty much the illustrations, yeah. but Margaret Wise Brown gets the credit, even though Clement Hurd was the illustrator. So oh. if she's a famous mm. children's yeah. book author, I would think that she always had the <laughs> <Nice> same. <pull. laughs> yeah. Oh, I love that book. I do. I do too. I know. Well, I a, I really it's become it. part of the lore of this podcast because I, as much as we talk about Sound of Music, I, I, I'm not sure if we've mentioned it, but you talk about Goodnight Moon a lot. It's also I, I love that it's it's so rich. I mean, it's just so rich with things. It's rich with moon imagery. There's always the mouse to look for. There's so much to it. But yeah, I'm, just I, saying, I, I'm a big like, fan of that book. It's also my favorite ASMR artist is called that for those who listen to ASMR because some people do. Well, I think that um, usually, <laughs> so. usually I would expect that the um, children's book author, the picture book author, and the picture book illustrator would go hand in hand. They would have a working relationship that existed beyond the meeting. <laughs> Ew. The crazy thing about it is that that just is ASMR. We're not just doing an ASMR bit. We just did ASMR for a second. Welcome to <laughs> ASMR Best Friends. ASMR Best Friends. <laughs> I do think it probably is the reason that I'm just spitballing that the reason it's cutthroat is because there's it's easy to make the actual product itself if you can get illustrations because that's the same like as a musician that's the same thing in music that the depending on how much work you just de decide to put into your song you know it can end up taking a lot you have to know a lot of stuff too if you, depending on what you want to accomplish but if all you want to do is just you know play acoustic guitar and sing a song as we find out later in this movie Anyone can do that. So well, it's, it's ostensibly easy, but it's like and probably... you can record it. And if you have twenty dollars, you can you can make sure it gets to Spotify, which is what makes it really difficult. It's a very cutthroat industry to be an indie musician. Well, it strikes me as deceptively can easy. Do it. Yeah. Well, yeah. that's it strikes what me I would as deceptively say, because easy, everybody but... thinks it's easy, so that so it's hard to get seen because everybody, you know, there's there's just an ocean. Yeah, of it's not stuff that hard there. to write a children's book in theory, and because of that lots of people have done it and therefore it's very hard to succeed at writing a children's and book. also to be telling one worthwhile it, yeah. it's like very hard to yeah it's the six word memoir how do you make something important when you have so little space yeah. to tell an important story exactly. but the thing is is that yeah she she's so burned out and so exhausted and she's so miserable and she's so all of this but she's also angrily saying this to her but like i mean beth you've been doing it for decades i've been doing it for 14 years and it's like, I, I'm not, I don't foresee any per point in my future where I'm that cocky, where I'm going to be a dick about it. I'm going to be like, no, well, I'm sorry. I'm just, I'm, I don't have any ideas. So stop pushing me, which is how she comes into this meeting. She's just like, she's like, yeah. well, I'm sorry. I'm like, I'm dried up, which yeah. is like, I'm sorry. I have writer's block. So deal so with it. I'm sorry you already fired. paid me in advance. It's like, that's not, that's not what you do. You, you're just so, you're, you're apologetic. You're frantic. You're freaking out. You're lying. You're like doing anything to try and mm -hmm. like, you're not going to you're not going to just come in there and be like I sorry I don't know what you expect from me. Yeah, yeah I expect right. you to do your work you've been paid for. Yeah. You don't get to be a jerk about it. You've been paid for something. Yeah. Right, but so I thought that I I didn't uh I immediately I just called bullshit on that. Yeah. Because she still has a very flexible lifestyle if she's making that much money as a writer. I mean, wait, I, like you just said we can make we can make room 
and time for our dentist appointments, etc. Where people who work nine to five or who work any shift, you know, have have a harder time with that. So I, she just seems so self pitying. I just yeah, you can't just be like, I'm not inspired. Like Stop pushing me. Yeah, I knew this uh, this actress, this man, this lead actress, Katie Leclerc. I knew I knew her from something. I couldn't figure out what it was. I'm seeing it's it's definitely community that I recognize her from. She oh. was in one episode. She was for anybody who's seen it. She was the uh, deaf student that Abed um, dated because he was wearing earmuffs to avoid being spoiled on something. <laughs> oh, and, and she could read his lips, and he learned to read hers. That's funny. <laughs> you might know her from, and I like her. I also find Enrique uh, incredibly attractive, but. Not in the context of this movie. <laughs> I liked um, him all right in this movie. I didn't. I found his character him. so off-putting. I I was not able to see him as a person. I did find him the least off-putting of any. Yeah, exactly. In this whole thing. He was well. I liked his mom and his sister too. I mean, okay. I guess I just I guess when, that when I when I go into like these Hallmark heroes, I usually am thinking, could I date this guy? And I found him so. Oh yeah, no. no like no. no, like I mean, I'll get into why, but like I just felt like yeah. he was doing a lot of. The, Ugh, the old ball and chain kind of complaining about the wife where I was just like, nope, hard pass. Except so there, I think in this case he was right. I found her so I, unlikable. Oh, yes. I mean, it definitely turned, it did turn out to be, this is what the crazy thing about this separation story um, is <laughs> That's that, a good title for this movie, yeah. a separation story. Yeah. What's great about it is that it, it did, um, it did turn out to be one of their, one of them, one of them was most responsible in every way for it so yeah. then they're in couples therapy oh which my, my god, god do they need to be but except that their therapist to use one of mommy's favorite expressions their doctor is a shrieky mcyells a lot who just ever keeps just being like you guys need to fix this like oh i so i've got i've got glossy. things to say about her uh but she, they they're in this therapy therapy session and it opens with them some amount of time into it and um, they're both talking about how they have no time to do couples therapy. So obviously that means they both pretty much decided to give up. Actually, that kind of indicated um, to me they were 26 seconds into it, although she's got to wrap it up was, in yes. three minutes. That yeah. was my impression, too. But so then they're there and they're they're also there. They're acting like they're not in therapy. And then there's um, the, it turns out they've been separated for four months. And then um, the therapist says, what will it take for you to forgive Enrique, Rebecca? And after that, I, I assume she said, I don't know, but I, my next note is, wow, this is unpleasant. Yeah. And then the next one is, um, they're out of time moments after the therapist goads them into a fight because that is <laughs> yes. what happens. And it's not the first, it's not the last time that that happens, no, but, but he yeah, doesn't she, turn his she phone starts off, a fight. but he has his that's, phone on. Oh, that's on. what it is. That's what I said. The acting like they're not in therapy. I didn't, I wrote that, but I didn't know what it was. That's what it is that he has his phone on. He, he answers his phone in the middle of therapy. And he's like, what do you want to, me to do? I'm the general manager of a restaurant. Okay. Hello. Ding dong. I worked in restaurants for 18 years. You, you, you are not that important. 45 minutes. But, and yet, I agree that every general manager thinks that the world can't spin without them. So, accurately written, accurately written, Hallmark. But yeah, 
message out there to every manager who's ever worked in a restaurant and who's working there right now, they can live without you. They'll figure it out. They'll find the cling wrap. They will find the extra maraschino cherries. They will find the extra tape. They'll find the extra roll of receipt paper. Just leave them to it. They'll figure out what to do with the ice machine. They'll figure out the phone number for the ice machine. If they can't figure out what to do with the credit card that they lost, they'll figure it out with the person who lost the credit card. They'll be okay. There's a person there to deal with it. (laughs) Everyone will be fine. No one will die. And if they do, that's still not going to be something you can handle. So why don't you just shut up, deal with your wife and leave the restaurant alone? Because at the end of the day, it's a restaurant and you are not Superman. And if you were, you still couldn't save the restaurant. So just live your life. So they, I feel they, like they Lala Kent at the Vanderpump Rules reunion. Every single time we talk about one of these, I'm just like, I'm like standing up and pointing. It's like I'm just. You're uh, actually exactly right that that is the energy that you you have. You have furious Lala energy when talking yep. about. There I'm giving our... them Lala, and I'm getting I'm giving them Falala. <laughs> Falala. That's good. That's good. That's, that's very funny. So the so the um, the kids are being bastards and uh, and as precocious, more worse though. Very entitled is how I would describe these children. Yeah, they go see Santa, and they're well. They're commenting on the kids being little bastards to each other. They're not parenting because. Yeah, I know. They're just like they're like nobody's willing to parent. We've got to teach them boundaries. It's like yeah, start now. They they say that, and then uh, yeah, Rebecca's like yeah. I mean, the other day so-and-so i don't know what the kids are called but one of them said that uh my ears were super big and and he was like well how could how could they oh, yeah. say that when there's such a beautiful, beautiful face, face between, between them. them and then she was like yeah yeah shut up uh, yeah. also they think you have a bald spot which is so mean <laughs> and it i was agree so mean it was I know. so mean and then he's just like yeah. really like he's just hurt like that's all that that scene pr- proved yep. is that she's just cruel yes and he's and just like self-conscious and like he's just like hurt yeah. and that's like all that happens there and that's when i just said she's beautified and that is why i don't see him as bad as bad as her you know and again i think he's a beautiful man so i find this what was that look Beth? i disagree he's a beautiful i mean man. he's no god <laughs> i mean <laughs> Well, he's a Pedro Pascal type. I feel like I you, he is, which is we have obviously a, you have a my type. type. I, but also, I, I could no, 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 no. I just want to clarify because I'm not saying the actor isn't attractive. I'm just saying it was really hard to see him that way because I felt like he was like really getting bulldozed by her. So yeah, I, was I found just, the character hard to be attracted to and, because, and he was thus, such a, I couldn't really separate. <laughs> I couldn't yeah. separate the the uh, you know his attract his his technical physical attractiveness from his character attractiveness which i thought was not attractive yeah i'm looking at his uh i'm looking at his imdb right now looking at pictures of him in empire and that's an attractive man so (laughs) um all right so then the the kids go sit on santa's lap and they're uh awful to him i mean that you know one of them pulls his beard like i was about to i was about to make that up like i was about to say genuinely i was about to say yeah it's like one of them's tugging on his hair or something and then i remembered scene yeah she actually actually does pull on on his beard it's... Yeah, she's well old enough to know not to do that. But she does that because she thinks it might be a fake beard because every kid in Hallmark this season, for some reason, knows that Santa doesn't exist, which seems like a sign of the times to me. Yeah. But then the the kid is like, will you shut up and, and listen to me tell you what I want for Christmas? No, they're and so like, awful. Okay, fine. Yeah, and then Santa's and, yeah, and cow. Just, and he just acquiesces because they all acquiesce. And he's like, I want a PS5. Which I'm which getting for Christmas. <laughs> 
which you're getting for Christmas, which is why I said this is going to come up again. <laughs> also, though, kudos for to them for being specific this time. Video. I yeah, want the not, latest the, the, gaming system. <laughs> you will never let that go, and I really appreciate it because it's kind of it feels like it's on my behalf. It does. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, nobody's willing to parent these kids. Then we have uh, a motif that this is one of those ones I mentioned that sometimes my regular like trying to make myself have a nice time brain will. Uh, filter out a plot point that I know is stupid and don't want to remember, oh. then I have to go back and not filter it out because I have to be the one to keep track of right. these things. So this is an instance where that happens because uh, there's a ring doorbell subplot in this where the mom sees Enrique coming up to the house on the door cam and spooks him. Mm-hmm. This whole thing is filmed. This is one of the many weird sequences in this movie that is filmed uh, like a nature documentary, not a nature documentary, like a, like a, like a, well, true crime. I don't know. True like crime. An episode of like, I was going to say like an episode or something. of like naked and afraid. Like yeah. it's, it's, it's like, it's the kind of documentary fil- filming where the cameramen are in danger. Yeah. That's the kind of thing it is. <laughs> I think that and, they and probably the two- were. Yeah. Well, <laughs> so he says, he says, la- he's, some says something to the kids who cares, and he says la- in Spanish, "Last one there eats a rotten egg." Oh yeah, and she's the, just and like, the, and the mom is did like, "Did you mean uh, is a rotten egg?" Because you said you're eats not very a good egg. at Spanish. But the thing is, now I, I'm not good at Spanish, but I'm pretty confident that the difference between eating and being a rotten egg is is significant enough that what he mixed up was the concept, not the words. <laughs> it wasn't that wasn't Spanish. That was him not knowing what the phrase is. Yeah. Um. So. Then uh, the kids, they have this. Ma- oh, I forgot to mention the most important thing. The kids got given a magical pen by Santa. Yes, I was going to say. Deal with their shit anymore. So they're given this magical pen, and then if they write to Santa, then they get anything that they want. Apparently, so mm-hmm. that's what that's how this whole thing is. That that's the predication here, and so that's what that's what's going on here. So wh- what we learn here early on is that Enrique spent his wife's advance. He's talking yeah. to his sister and he's like, he's like, <laughs> basically we learn that he spent his, his wife's advance, which is the amount of money that she got paid by her publisher Up before front. she has submitted the book that she owes them. And it's the amount of money that she is going to have to earn out with the book sales. So mm-hmm. it's money that is phantom money that she, she was yeah. given and she needs to earn it out. So like, it's, it's like, it's basically a bet that her, her publishers made on her for the success of her book. So yeah. she, mm, so he spent that money uh, by giving it to his mother for her restaurant, which is the most infuriating thing I can possibly imagine happening with money that you earned or have to earn. Actually, it's even worse than money you've earned. It's money that you have to go on and earn and be motivated to continue to earn. So, and if you're sharing finances like that, that means you both, if, if, if he's in a position to spend her money, then that means they should be also in a position where they agree on how to spend large sums of money. Of course. Oh, of course so yeah. if you have a shared bank account, you don't get to use yeah, it's it not just, that way. You're, you're like, yeah, okay, so anything that's in there is just like the same thing as me spending my own money. So oh, I'm sure you don't have to ask to buy a coffee, but if you're going to spend, you know, $15,000 to save a failing business or whatever it turned out to be. Yeah, it's insane. I think it was 25000 I feel like that's what I'm remembering. That might be what it was. Yeah, so it's crazy because then, because then he and his sister have this like weird coded language conversation about upbringings. Oh, wait, hang on, hang on a minute. Because yes, but like, unfortunately, I think we still can't 
dismiss the format for this episode even though i'd like to because there really are things that have to be talked about like how the grandma steals the note and then i want a responsibility for christmas <laughs> and she just leaves a puppy oh we're not there okay on, on the front porch oh, yeah the kids ask for a puppy for christmas and then so, so she leaves a puppy on the well, we don't know that it's the grandma house. yet we see her we see her go and and open the mailbox but we kind of get the idea that it's her but yes yeah. then there's a puppy on the front step the next morning unattended which is insane for many reasons. Among them, holy shit, if you're a normal, if you're not Santa Claus, which also if Santa Claus did this, it would be a bad move too. Right. But if you're not Santa Claus, if you're just a person and you give a dog to a struggling family without con- consulting the parents first, oh. like why aren't the parents even in on this whole thing? Yeah. They could be. Yeah, that's a purebred They're- golden retriever puppy too, which is not. Cheap and not dog. responsible. It's because... a beautiful dog that's going to grow up to become a beautiful idiot. But I... So they, they bring Francis? the dog in. <laughs> yeah. They bring they bring the dog in. They call the dog Noel because they're unimaginative. No, it's on. Uh, that's, and... It's already been named. Oh, it had already been yes. named? I just heard him say Noel. No, it had already been named because we go on later to find out that it's one of the child's favorite movies, which is the uh, Anna Kendrick okay. Netflix movie. Well, obviously, okay. And also, obviously, because the children find this dog, um, again... Several people are being put in really unfair situ- uh, p- positions by via this gift, and so then yeah, they're like, "Well, we're gonna take Enrique's- it to the vet. Dad's gonna take it to the vet, yeah. and if the vet and if the and if no, if it's not anybody's dog, then we can have it." Which is like putting so like okay, so that gets the kids' hopes up, but like if it is somebody's, then like your your hopes ha- are already to, up. But like it's probably you're gonna have not to tell somebody's. these kids Santa doesn't exist if you don't keep the dog. Yeah, like <laughs> that's the thing. So, but also then then, then he's just like she's like. He's like, well, she's like, well, it can't just be the dog that's over at your house because you can't just be the one. You can't just be the parent with the cool with the dog. And then I and then I'm just the villain. She keeps saying over again, I don't want to be the villain. Well, and she's right. Also, that is a difficult situation to navigate, but I don't want to see it explored on Hallmark (laughs) because, again, they're not qualified to do this. She's saying she doesn't want to end up looking like a villain, and she's right that she will if she's the one who doesn't have a dog. But also, as somebody who has recently taken care of dogs and does love dogs, but. It's a lot Hates of responsibility. Of Thank you. I Thank would you not again, be, Jack. Would... <laughs> <laughs> then they have a little mo- a little nice moment, and I was reminded of something that's happened a few times in these movies, which is that- There oh, used to be mirth. Joy. Sometimes there's mirth jo- and joy. Joy is out of place in some of these Hallmark movies completely. Oh, I know. It seemed, I... it seemed sort of like striking and sort of bizarre when he was being cheerful. It was kind of like, oh, oh. Yeah, if I was her in that scene, I would have been like, okay, what are you doing? What What is this? Like, you can't just, like, be this all of a sudden. And she was just like, <laughs> and I was just like, no, no, no. We're not we're not oh, there yeah, for the pivot of, like, sudden, like, switches. No, no. It was just so bizarre. Uh, also, true or false? Oh, my God. Oh, don't we even get me started that, on that. Don't even. So, okay. So, yeah. So, then he's sitting there talking to the sister and the sister is that's when it comes out that like he's having like this coded language Wait, conversation who's he? sorry enrique okay the puppy fell asleep in her arms and i stopped paying attention for about <laughs> 25 seconds it was very very cute. no well the- enrique is having a conversation with his sister and he is they're having this weird coded <laughs> language conversation where they're talking about how they have different upbringings and how she how they they're more focused on family and she might she's not white. how yes uh, they mean what she's they're white. not saying is that she's white and that they and that they have a different culture 
and that they were raised in a Latinx home and that they are, that family matters to them, but doesn't matter to her. And it's just like, that's not really, I don't think that they're making that point because then, then they end up saying that it's demonstrated in the fact that he stole money from her. And that's just not, I don't think that they're making the point that they're trying to make, especially because they're not saying anything out loud. And it's just like, well, it's not well demonstrated. Because that's the thing is, yeah, that like I think what they're trying to say is that he assumed she'd be all right with it because he didn't recognize that she well, he didn't recognize the obvious thing, which is that he needed to communicate with her, but also that she might not uh, view everyone as family, which also that's the thing at the end. She actually she doesn't. She does reveal that she didn't that she only viewed him as the thing that she was connected to and not the rest of the family. Right. And yeah, which no, is, so they're, they're... which is fair. And the thing is there are cultural differences and that, that like, and that, like I, there, that whole conversation seemed a little bit weird. And the well, fact no, that it was I mean, then demonstrated in the fact that he was yeah. undeniably stealing from her was just yeah. like, not a good example of what they were trying to say anyway. So it was just like, no, okay, that's not, that's not like a, it's not like Lilo and Stitch, like, oh, Hannah means family. We're all just here <laughs> look, looking at family. Like, it's like, no, you're not demonstrating no. that like, no, we, we look at family a different way with our culture. It's like, no, you stole money from her and it's not okay. And like, then we end up learning more about that anyway. That means that this whole conversation is moot anyway, because they spent the entire movie acting like he stole the money. And then that wasn't even true. So yeah. Yeah. So Enrique used to play guitar. He doesn't anymore. They're watching the Nutcracker, which is a, a tradition they've decided to keep doing, and everyone falls asleep because they hate it. And then yeah, and then uh, they talk a whole bunch of shit about the Nutcracker, and they're just they like, doesn't do. really translate to the screen, and it's just like, okay, pot, meat, kettle. So then, yeah. So then you're gonna talk shit about the-, the Nutcracker being a shitty movie. Okay. So he he takes the, he takes the kids upstairs. The daughter asks him to sing something. He says no. Then he starts singing, uh, and then oh. the the son comes in and he finds it boring. So he oh comes God. in and he's like. Can't That's you rap odd. it or something? And so he wraps it, but he doesn't wrap it, and it sucks. And I that scene hate it. was the Speaking most of white. <laughs> <laughs> that scene was the most student filmy thing. I mean, I've just I've seen a lot of student film stuff in my is, life. A lot this of part my... is filmed like a documentary for some reason. Well, it's all yeah, it's all, there's a lot of hand cam stuff going on in this, and yeah. a lot of my friends were film students when I was in college. And let me just tell you, this was some rough stuff. And mm-hmm. that scene, it was just like, it was just, it was all like shot, like shoulder height. And then it was canted angles. And it was just him. It was like silent in the background. And then him just rapping. And again, with that sort of ominous, oh, seemed like it was yeah. about to be a scary movie. Like something, <laughs> someone was about to jump out from behind something or like yeah. that everyone's about to get slaughtered. But he's like Which rapping. Did earlier. And it was gloomy. <laughs> yeah, it was just like, it was like kind of frightening. And like, he's just, yep. he's just rapping rap. and it was awful rap. And then he goes downstairs and then it's just like, and then. That was when it was particularly student filmy where it was just like silent and like there was too much like sound with the yeah, with the yeah. glasses and she's like, Do you want to stay for a drink? And it just felt like oh, two okay, student film she, actors, like two she, college students. It was bad. She asked him to stay for a glass of wine, yeah. uh, which she's already opened the bottle. She's holding so both glasses. She is. She's she, this is if you say no, it's over. But he so she asked him to uh stay for a glass of wine and then they're pretending they like each other for a second. Then one of the kids is like, mom, come dote me. <laughs> and it's like, <laughs> and, um, and she's like, no. And they both go, no. And they're like, dad's still here. Yeah. Because she's like, she I was just because... walking him out. And he's like, oh, come on. Why? And then she's like, like and then, just... she, and then she, her complete, her demeanor completely changes. And she might as well smash the glasses on the ground. She's just get go. <laughs> yeah, and exactly. She's like furious. So then, uh, yeah, grandma, she gets another one of their, uh, their letters and she's acting like she has disposable income now even though she was just 
saved and that's the whole plot. Well, she does because um, apparently she got thousands as a gift from her son. <laughs> yes, but like, yeah, she needed that very know, badly. But now she's now she's considering until the sister deters her spending it on a PS5 because that's the next thing the kid asks for. Well, uh, he, I, and he asks his sister to draw it. Drawing. Oh, yeah, yeah because that's, he, that's he tells her that her handwriting is illegible. Give it to me. I'll write it. And then he proceeds to be like a gyroscope, you know, over there <laughs> up on the paper. I'll write it. Yeah. Yeah, writing with a compass. Gyrograph. Gyrograph so, is what I meant. Yeah. So uh, then the sister convinces her not to, and then they're in on it together. Uh, I have written here massage thing. I don't remember what that is. I think it might have been with candy. Yeah, so then yeah. so then he his he pulls his neck. It goes to and the so gym. then he uh. Yeah, so he pulls his <sighs> neck and then he's just like, Yeah, oh my neck is hurting. And so then he goes into work and then she's just like, I actually can help with that, which is such a like, oh my god, it's such a like that it's it felt like an episode of Sex in the City all of a sudden, where it's just like, you know, I just like, oh, Suddenly, there's a young, pretty yep. girl who's just like, "Oh, I'm actually a Zumba instructor," oh, which is just Christ. sarcastic. <laughs> like, I just, ugh. and then she's just like, they go to a gym, and she's got a foam roller, and she's just like showing him, like, actually, like this is how you can like make your neck feel better. And then he's yeah. just like, that actually does feel nice, and it's just like, <laughs> at this point, yeah. I genuinely thought though that Hallmark might surprise us, and that. Me These too. two toxically married people were not going to get together, thank God, and that they were going to have other love interests, but no such luck. Particularly at the no. introduction of Liam, which we're almost to. But before we get to that, we have to point out that um, at the end of that, it turns out his car is breaking down because they're considering showing the car breakdown, but then work in the scene prior, foreshadowing. Um, and the car's not working, so he can't get to go pick up the kids. And uh, so, oh my god! And so he then asks, he sends the, his AGM. He sends Candy to go <sighs> pick up the kids for him in his place, which is so stupid. I don't know why. That I is mean, a miserable scene. Where I know there is so much jealousy and fury, and not one hint of mirth. Uh, and no, he dropped his phone and can't reach it. So apparently, she has uh, to go pick the kids up half a block away because yeah. and, and, she's and there she before he has gets an argument his phone. With, in which case, if your phone, if your, if your car breaks down and you're with somebody else and you're nearby the house and you're waiting for triple a or something you just have to be like can i just use your car to go get my kids yeah i know that's like you know you don't say can you um right why not ask her to wait with the car wait wait for triple a or whatever and yeah yeah exactly you don't whatever whatever don't go send a woman when your marriage is as brittle as this one is you don't go send a a young attractive woman to your wife and just dumbly be like, I don't know, why would that be a problem? And so, of course, the Zumba instructor, Candy, of course named Candy, yeah, goes and shows what up. What fucking movie is this? Yes. What channel is this it's, on? It seems like it's episode of Sex and the City. Like, this is very, yeah. like, this is something that said can't, can't Carrie Bradshaw through the fucking roof. So, like, <laughs> so Candy shows up and she's just like, hi, I'm your ex-husband's friend. And I'm not going to tell you how we know friend. each other, even though you're asking me directly. I'm here to pick up your children. And then she's like, uh no what excuse me i'm gonna try and call my husband he's not my ex what's going yeah, on i don't i don't know you so you're not taking my kids and yeah it's like, like you're crazy well, like and nobody's communicating clearly and it's just like it's 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 insane it makes no sense and like it then it, he goes he he goes there and when he goes there she's like you sent your assistant which is like immediately oh. conjuring monica Lewinsky, and it's like <laughs> what like what 
Why, why are we? To in me, this it brought area Dwight to mind. Assistant, assistant. Okay, to and the, the re- yes, and the reason it brought that to mind because I have that written down. The reason it brought that to mind is because the argument they actually have is about whether or not so she's the assistant GM or, or the assistant, assistant to, to the, the general manager. Which one is it? That is the actual argument they have. Yes. Except there's no joy and it's not funny. No, That's they the were thing. quibbling over that and they were like so hyperfixated on whether she's his assistant or he's she's the assistant. Like it doesn't make it's just like not the point. And it's just like and he, and then he says she's just helping me with my neck. And oh th- my that God, has nothing yes. to do with anything. Uh-uh. And yeah, she's don't like, okay, start well, with I, the massage. Exactly. Yeah, and by the way, uh, by the way, she's late for a, a book signing. Like, yeah. and also like even th- we didn't even mention the fact that the day before this, he was supposed to be like, she, she was like, by the way, can you pick up the kids tomorrow? Which she should have asked days before, but she didn't. Oh no, she's terrible she's like, at time management here. Yeah. She's like, can you pick up the kids tomorrow? Because I have a book signing. And he's just like, well, I'm supposed to train candy tomorrow. And she's like, well, I can't open my book signing. And he's just like, yeah. well, I can't really move training the AGM, which is like, sure you can. But also like, yeah. it's, it is rude because she should have asked ahead of time. But it's like, no, obviously if one of you has to move it, it has to be the one who's training somebody at a restaurant. So yeah. not the person who has the book signing yet. Yeah. Instead, she's sitting here arguing about the assistant GM versus a to the GM. And so <laughs> she's sitting there in the hallway having this conversation instead of going to the book signing. And then she's late. And it's like, and then that's the when kid, she the slams kids hear the, the door. whole thing. Of the course they do. The Pressed between the banister, like, the, but like. They can obviously she, see. She says she misses she, the old Enrique, which is a super ugh. helpful thing to say to somebody. But then she slams the door and then he goes, wow. But I hated ugh. that. And like, I know that like she is being a bitch, but I also hate the guy who's just like the wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. Well, so then being at, crazy because also, yes, the kids are watching and that doesn't, that is not helpful. Which he knows because he reveals immediately that, that he knew the whole time apparently that, that was happening, which is like, wow. Okay, cool. What are you doing? Yeah. What is this? I'm Sandra and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for, but you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. Like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com slash people today. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. So then uh, Liam, the illustrator for her book, is introduced. Yeah, she, and then she has to go to a meeting, and then, yeah, she's being... <laughs> you pointed this out earlier in the season, and at this point, this this is the most this is the clearest most explicit example of it yet that they genuinely do a pitch meeting where they have her pitching the plot of the movie note by note to somebody yeah which is something they they kind of do in almost identical ways up until this point but this is the first time that every plot point is identical and nothing has changed yeah. and the whole thing is that she can't think of any idea whatsoever for her for her book <laughs> except for what is actually currently happening I guess write what you know but like. <laughs> You know, and and it's, what's so it's weird literally about Steve Carell speaking of The Office. It's Steve Carell and Anchorman just being like, "I love lamp." It's that. It's just like yeah. it's looking around yes. and just being like, "I don't know." It's whatever's around me. Yeah, and, and, and also and she, also speaking of Sex and the City, it's Carrie Bradshaw going in and trying to 
pitch a children's book and being like, oh, she's got a magical magic cigarette. cigarette. <laughs> <laughs> she so she's she's coming up with this on the spot and she hasn't come up with the ending yet. And what's so funny is that the writers who wrote this movie wrote in this movie someone writing this movie and having a bunch of people not like it. That's also. <laughs> That's Be also like, why well, I don't know that, that we want to have a bunch of people doing separation. Oh my god, yeah, I forgot about that. They 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 actually say, yeah, we don't really want to have that be separation be part of it. And then the other guy's like, I think it's progressive, which I Liam, guess is just right? The Isn't that saying, what Liam says? Yeah, the Liam who is powerless that. and in real in real life he <laughs> would be just keeping his gob shut so that he. Please, oh. God gets the job. But apparently he's in charge because he <laughs> says that he thinks it's fresh, and he's the only one who says that. And so this actually happens. Then the flowers show up on the front porch. Turns out that the, uh, as she said in the pitch meeting, the wishes the kids make are going to get more and more uh, heartfelt. Uh, yes. My and only note about the therapy... bouquet was I, the whole bouquet thing is awful. That is the only yeah. thing I wrote about. It was, just, it was confusing and unnecessary. Yeah. Okay. And then at the therapy session, she is grinning like a Ugh. fool and she's so excited. And she thinks he sent them. And then he said he didn't send them. Yeah. She's send like, them. great news. I've got, I've got a new illustrator for my book and I think I'm really going to come up with something really good now. And, and anyway, I think I have somebody to thank for some beautiful bouquet for some beautiful flowers. So everyone in the room, including the therapist decides to put a stop to that good mood as yeah. soon as they possibly can. Oh, and yeah. they have a little bit of an argument and then he gets a little jealous about the illustrator and the therapist because she loves drama says, are you exploring other options, Rebecca? Yeah, I know. It's like very Andy Cohen energy. It's like yeah. <laughs> they both end up arguing about whether or not they think that the other one wants other people. And it's like suddenly he's jealous and thinks like, yeah, it's, uh, he thinks it's the illustrator who sent them to her, which is completely fiction. That's complete fiction. He's just mm. come up. He's just found out about the illustrator being on Earth. He doesn't know right. anything about the illustrator except that it yep. like it is a person. And then yep. she's and that's just a he. That's yeah. The, and then yeah. she knows about the Zumba instructor, which is fair because that was pretty bizarre. Yeah, but, then, so, completely but she finds bizarre. out. She finds out about the Zumba instructor, and then the next, the very next, the scene very is next her scene is taking crazy. Her to Zumba. So then she goes. So then she agrees to go to a Zumba. class. <laughs> what a coincidence! So then she agrees to go to a Zumba class with her friend, and then because she, she's busy, but not that busy. Yeah, she's too no. busy That's to the kids. But too, I guess yeah. I'll go to a class with you. impromptu. Too busy Zumba to class. go. Too busy to decorate the tree, but. Yeah, I can slip in a Zumba class, which I, I would have appreciated if it was like from a pure like curiosity, like in a good book, like a good like, uh, you know, marriage thriller or like a marriage like, yeah, like I because I would write or I would do in real life, like a dark curiosity thing around that where I'm just like a Zumba class. Hmm. I'm pretty like darkly obsessed with the idea that my husband is cheating with a Zumba instructor right now. I'll take a risk. Maybe it's the Zumba instructor I'm obsessed with right now. Uh-huh. I would I believe in that, but no, she's just like, oh my god, oh my god, yeah. no. So it's, it's the Zoom instructor. Time. It's Candace, and then she's there, and then the everybody's worst nightmare happens, which is that the yep. class goes to a screeching halt, and the Zoom instructor turns around and goes, "You hey, redheaded woman, you, you, you in the back, hey everybody, you come up to the front. I can help you fix what you're doing wrong in the class oh, in front I of everybody. You, you're the one I had the most awkward confrontation of my life with the other day. But in, come up here. But in addition to that, <laughs> makes her come up and do Zumba in front of everybody because she's doing it wrong and be adjusted in front of I mean it is it is like it is so bad and then the illustrator uh, she she is hanging out with the illustrator and she thinks maybe he sent the flowers and he didn't but whatever she thinks anybody might be her admirer Uh, so she she invites him because everyone in this movie is just here to sow chaos until they last 11 minutes she invites him to her to to her 
separated husband's mother's party. Um, yeah. Super. Which cool. Yeah. Which she knows that her husband feels uncomfortable around the idea of the, these people have no sense of each other. This is similar to um, in the navigating Christmas or understanding yeah. your Christmas body or whatever it was called. I, <laughs> like, I feel like in that one, it was the same thing where it's just like these people understood each other well enough to do like the meanest, cruelest thing you could do to each other, yeah. which is this same thing, too, where it's just like, OK, actually, like you know each other well enough like you like I, I, there's not technically anything wrong with inviting your illustrator to come to this party but do That's you know point. your husband well yeah. enough to know that it's the meanest thing you could do right now yeah. are you fucking <laughs> candace no but do you think that you're gonna really upset your wife by bringing her then don't right. it doesn't really matter what the truth is if it's really gonna hurt somebody it doesn't matter what's just technically don't okay do it doesn't matter what's technically okay exactly yep. and so it's just like yeah she brings so suddenly the illustrator has an accent by the way i don't even care if he does have an accent yeah. for the early part of the movie i yep. didn't hear it and so yep. suddenly he has an accent we learned that he moved wherever they are for this job which yeah. is so crazy yeah, yeah. would be crazy yeah. in any era this would be crazy if you if it was his girl friday and it was like an illustrator moved to manhattan to be an illustrator for he one left person London to come yeah. to wherever they are yeah. that would be crazy in any time but we're in 2023 post pandemic post quarantine world yeah. where everyone's like half of the world is work from home and now hallmark is like illustrator is going to move for one project to an entire ass city and Different he's going to do it for one Why? an Why entire on country Earth? for one for one job that is not even done for somebody who hasn't even turned anything in yet she's three three deadlines late and you could justify that with one exchange where where he's like yeah i mean i just i move around a lot i you know i thought it might be i'm fun. a nomad like, yeah, yeah. That, that's easy like I, I i've moved for lesser reasons many times but like not a, that's not the norm so you have to acknowledge that so this 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 whole plot is based on the kids thinking they deserve to have whatever they want, and it turns out the next thing they want is a is an elf slave for Christmas <laughs> because they they say that they want to have an elf, they want to help, they want to be given and to and to have an elf, and so they, that's what they ask for. Uh, I wrote here, I bet the two red herrings end up together. <laughs> um, and then uh, they decide that Liam is the elf slave because he uh, is. Because British. after the parking lot party where he, okay, so they have like. Wearing the, a Beatles sweater because he's English. Because so he he's British. He sounds yeah. like he's from London. So yeah. then they, yeah, they're Not playing. part of London though. <laughs> no, but that's the, it's from forgetting Sarah Marge. I keep doing that, but I don't think anybody's getting the reference, but it's, uh, it's Paul Redd. It's, it's, you sound like you're from London to Russell Brand. But uh, anyway, it's the, um, so it's, yeah he they're they're playing that like knock over the triangle of polar seltzer margaritas and dad has the worst aim i've ever seen the most consistent though so all you have to do is adjust yeah just go up a little bit or down a little bit they could only afford they could clearly only afford two (laughs) inserts because they just only did down down up up and it's just the exact same shot twice and then British Liam comes along and just nails it after holding his hard. ticket out really, really far for a really long time in a really awkward way. And yeah, they assume that Liam is an elf. And then Liam comes over and they're doing tamales. And then he speaks Spanish perfectly. And then it turns out he speaks four languages. And then they do the most vomitous thing I've ever seen in a movie, which is they invite him to do a TikTok dance, but they don't call it a TikTok dance. They say, we don't do Christmas cards here. Mm, we do a video. Yes. We do a Christmas video. We're not and quite then- there. Please. No, before before that happens, we have the 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 kids are talking to each other and there's and they say the pen is magic. 
meaning he was created by magic. And I, I immediately thought, oh, yeah. meaning he can be destroyed by magic. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's very Death Note. But it turns out to not be that. And then uh, they, they're they cooking with uh, Grandma, and they say, are Mommy and Daddy broken? Which Grandma does <laughs> not know how to answer, which I don't blame her about. Then they make food. Then they make a TikTok, even though the phone was not recording. <laughs> so that's the TikTok. Uh, but then, then the when kids... they did that, and they're all doing that dance, <sighs> I just, I, my, my mouth was agape. I couldn't stand it. I just hate it. First of all, it wasn't a ring light, and it was just like, yeah, like this kid has yeah. like this like official heavyweight tripod, like that clearly just came from the equipment yeah. <laughs> that they had, and like, yeah, but it's not a light. Ring. Yeah, and then it's like, but then they do the TikTok, and then they, and then it pans, and then it like goes into it, and then it's just like the kids are watching it on a big like iPad later, and it's just like that's expensive. I happen to know, like, and it's difficult to get like to do imaging on uh, phones mm-hmm. and iPads and stuff in movies. I happen to know that that's yeah. expensive and difficult and hard to get right. And they worked really hard to get that to happen. <laughs> and it's stupid. It wasn't worth it. And I hate it. I hate, hate, hate when they try to be modern. Just like yeah. I would give anything to just have them just not do that. <laughs> I want to point right. out that I, I also really hate that this is doing another one of the things. It's that for nobody. Doing. It's not for a teenager. Teenagers hate no. that too. It's not for and a child. It's not for an adult. It's so not who for is it for? Another thing that irritates me that we've talked about being irritating in these Hallmark movies is when they do this like, oh, you're from Europe. How exotic. (laughs) And like they're doing that with him because the kids assume he's an elf because he's British, which irritates me. But also true or false. uh, Your parents are Earth. Also, also him, him, him being bilingual. Everybody is everybody is stunned by. Well, yeah, but they're, they're stunned by him having so many languages, which is, you know, like. It's just it's just more of more of that like you know wow America's the real world but you're from the outside that's interesting that's yeah quaint. but <laughs> um, but then uh, yeah so then the kids they go they they say it's time to go find Santa and quote fix this they go to they somehow make it all the way to where Santa was I mean being when I was a kid that age I de- definitely didn't know where that kind of interaction happened I couldn't find my way there but they find their way there he's not in the spot that he's supposed to be so they go sit at the bar and have a leave the bottle moment yeah. and then <laughs> and then in that in that context um they they realize the girl realizes that the the drunk sitting next to them is Santa and another mean Santa moment another, from Hallmark. Mean More Santa. mean Santas. And they talk about the elf, and they're like, he's not even an elf. He's just some British guy. What the fuck's up with that? And he's like, I don't create people. And he's like, uh, magically speaking. Oh, my God. I know, which was so icky. Like, what? what is, what is that pirate-ass kind of comment? What does that mean? I don't. Yeah. I just don't need that. I don't need that. So he says, unicorns aren't real. Don't get me started on unicorns. They actually are real, but I don't like them. Yeah. Where uh, then, you know, he he gives them some loose message that's basically Santa isn't real and can't do anything to help and you. And then he's like and teaching says, them. And then he's like teaching them how to play spit. It's well, like. Yeah, like they're in jail. Yeah. And he says, where where are your parents? And then that that's then he talks to the security guard. And yes, then he's sitting in what looks like a holding cell playing yeah. a prison game with them. <laughs> parents show up. And I wrote here, bad parenting time. They walk right into the room. And then they start screaming at them. Screaming at them. Yeah. I mean, the first thing, if your kids go missing, the first thing is to demonstrate affection and be like, I was worried about you. And then talk about why it happened and everything. Not to be like, you know, if you're not in jail now, you're about to be. Yeah. Um, then they do more true, true or false shit. Okay. So the true or do... false thing, we haven't acknowledged what it is, but the kids, the kids have this stupid <laughs> yeah. game where they're just like, the girl, they, the girl, it's not is... a game. It's just how she asks every question. <laughs> It's everything. 
True or false? You and mommy are going through a divorce. Mm. Mm-hmm. True or false? I'm having pancakes for dinner. Mm. Mm. True or false? I'm annoying you. <laughs> True or false? I'm gonna get I'm gonna get adopted at twelve. <laughs> True or false? <laughs> It's so bad. And then the parents start doing it later. It's so yeah, bad. Yeah, they do. So they decide because to Because they do cannot a- communicate. No one can communicate in this film. They decide to to get all the all the paid actors in this movie all together into one room, even though that it doesn't really make sense for them to all be there, to decide what the rest of her book should be. Oh and no, no, not yet. Because no, because then the parents. Oh, that's do- right. She does go she does go to the restaurant. They well, have no, that moment. Well, no, because because the, there are because there's the thing. No, because the there the true or false thing that happens with the parents happens yeah. first. Okay, Richie was in the other room. He had just gotten home from Whole Foods and he was putting groceries away. This is the scene that he heard, which was just out of context. <laughs> Them just saying, "True or false, you're going to divorce me." <laughs> false. I only visited the divorce lawyer to make sure I didn't want a divorce. True or false? You're like, it's like the whole scene was crazy. It was just like them going back and forth and saying a bunch of adult things that they have no ability to say out loud as actual adults. And then just like. Some therapist, huh? So then at the end of it, they're being more friendly to each other, which is how he says, oh, well, we can do the pitch at the restaurant. And then actually she goes to the restaurant. Because one of the things she misses about their marriage is that they he used to be a musician and she used to be a writer and they used to do they used to creatively bounce ideas off each other. So now that's what's going to happen at the end of this movie is that they're going to bounce ideas off each other. And so they're going to work together to figure out what to do. with. She goes to the restaurant and at the restaurant, uh, Enrique's mom is there and she's like, oh, I know my son doesn't want to work here forever. And she says, then why do you let him? Yeah, she's like let him he's a grown-ass man yeah like and then so then they talk for a little bit they talk for a while and that is when we learn that she did not steal the advance but this is not revealed like some sort of twist where it's like oh like this is not this is not characters revealing something to each other is just something they just lied to the audience about yeah they (laughs) they told us he stole the money from her they told us that under no uncertain circumstances and then they're telling us, no, she gave him the money so he could invest it back into his music career. And instead he gave it to his mom for the restaurant, which, yeah, which that is got a real different. weird, real, just made her look worse. <laughs> yeah. Possible. It's just yeah. a, it's just a lie that was told to us, the viewer, Yeah, because that, that is not weird. what was told to us by in a private scene, which was told to, through dialogue between two people, between, between Enrique and his sister. And so then they just the, the the characters lied to us, and then we find find out. Okay, so Enrique actually supported her when she was becoming a writer and financially, and so then she was repaying yeah. him by giving her advance to him so he could get it back on his feet as a musician, and instead he gave it to his mom, which is a still dishonest thing to do with her money. And still, he should have communicated with her because he didn't just get to spend that money on anything. Well, I bought a big, huge water slide with it. You just gave it to me. I thought I could do whatever with it. No, you still have to communicate. You still have to buy, like, you still have to spend the money the way she expected the money to be spent. You can't just do whatever with it. And, like, so that is not what you still, like, but she's just like, oh, I didn't know. Like, that. why? And then Enrique's mom is like. Basically, what she realizes is like, oh, I just didn't realize you were nice. Yeah, yeah. Well, and because because Enrique's mom is just like I didn't want him spreading my business all over, so she, that's why he didn't tell you that the business was failing. And it's just like spreading well, it all okay. over to his wife. Mm. 
Yeah, to his wife whose money it was. Yeah. Like, she still yeah. knew the money went into the business, so presumably she knew that the business was it failing. It needed money. It's like, the, like, it wasn't that, just like for fun. Yeah, it wasn't just like, wow, I thought we could get gold, solid gold cutlery. It wasn't <laughs> like, I just, I mean, the bit, like, the, like, the, the point was made. The, 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 the point. Okay, oh you made, God. you made your point. <laughs> Sorry, I'm I'm going. Yeah. I'm spinning out. I can't. Okay. Yeah, let's right. move so, on. This so is going to be two so hours listen, long. I I we have <laughs> it's to. It's not. It's already this not. But the 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 pitch. So the, the they do this pitch, and during the pitch, they're uh they're just all pretending it's a great idea, and all of these people are fools. The kids are arguing about what happens in the book their mom's going to write, and uh, she finds out about all the things that um they wished for for her the flowers and whatever and then they uh, at one point she suggests that santa should be nice and somebody <laughs> says a compassionate santa i like it which also sounds like it came from the writer room for a different movie because yeah compassionate santa that didn't happen show in this up film in a lot didn't of these happen movies. at hallmark this year it hasn't happened year. in a while no so not compassionate santa then she finds it up with the flowers and then the doorbell cam apparently revealed that's the pay payoff the doorbell cam revealed that uh, apparently enrique knew the entire time that santa was actually his mom which uh, is just weird again lying that, that's just like yep, withholding information out. from us and then he him plays... going and then he's just like oh my god you were giving me so much anxiety uh, uh it's just he's like playing, he's playing guitar out on the porch and he is actually playing again i said i'd confirm that he is actually playing <laughs> oh my god whenever they start singing or dancing any anything like that it's but yeah he's his gift to her is that he wrote her a song and they sit way too close together on the chair when, when he goes to sing for her and then a montage of the very movie we just endured yes. begins yep just this and where is the puppy song. by the way the puppy's like not we don't see the puppy again the puppy is not really in the movie maybe it was someone's yeah right yeah exactly grandma. yeah mom <laughs> mom stole it from the neighbor it. yeah so then, they, then true or false bad song kiss pitch worked uh i have it written here kill the kids then ps5 <laughs> Well, so then, yeah, so then they're sitting and making out on the couch, and then um, an yeah. iPad call comes in like you do, and then, I don't know, maybe people with kids get calls on their iPads and answer them, but then the yeah, agent calls, a horizontal call comes in, and then they say, they loved your pitch so much, they bought 25,000 copies right away. Yeah, that's right. Oh, I about that part. who were those people that they bought 25,000 copies? doesn't 25, work that way? 25,000 copies. Borders? Borders? <laughs> yeah, it's just... <laughs> Good. Crown Books was here. Yeah. Oh my God! Like, what do you mean? Like, what do you mean they bought twenty five thousand? The publishers yeah, bought twenty. Doesn't they mean anything. The publisher sells them. The distributor distributes them. them. The accounts, which is the Borders, the Waldens, yeah. the Crowns. Yeah. <laughs> <Buy> <laughs> and other extinct bookstores. So <laughs> dumb. And Doesn't also twenty five thousand. It's that's a respectable print run, but that's no great shakes. Yeah, and then just like, okay, oh, 25,000 books are sold. Oh, the book is done. Oh, the movie's over. Please. Okay, what do you guys think? Bad? Bad. Cool. How do you want to fix it? You can't? Cool. Nope. Our Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> this movie was unfixable. I, I have no fix for it. I did not, I don't, I don't like this movie whatsoever. I think that. Awful. Make a different movie. It was just, yeah, just, just like, if you want to make a movie about, like, what? Like, this isn't, this isn't a movie that, like, I would want to spend any time around the world of like i don't like movies really about okay you know what i was gonna say i don't like movies about people fixing marriages but mommy what was that movie last year we wish you a married christmas oh remember that one there was like the couple who went their couple's therapist recommended that they go stay in a hotel 
and like then they stayed somewhere and oh yeah they I remember it, like it didn't seem like it was going to be good and then it actually was really cute yeah 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 I, I don't remember who was in that or anything not that I know all the names anyway but there was also crashing through the snow which was a divorce couple which well, you've got well you're not going to want to watch it this year but it was really good um because they they moved it's about a divorced couple moving on and she gets harangued into you know being invited by his new fiance to her rich family's house and she goes you know, and, and, and it was adorable and their relationship was great and they were like real grown up people. That was oh, not the case here. Yeah. <laughs> well, so I, I was going to say, I don't think that I really want to spend time with a divorced couple or a divorcing no, couple. Or, not, and so maybe that's not true. No, only thing worse than spending time with a divorced couple would be spending time with a divorcing couple. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, but maybe, but maybe For that's Christmas. not, but maybe that's not necessarily true because I guess that we just said that there are, there are times when that's it can worked, do. But like, yeah, it can be done. But the thing is, is that like, if you insist on doing that, like, I don't know, I'm not really personally, maybe because it's not really like what my dynamic is, but like, I'm not that interested in the sort of nuclear family, like the married with two kids dynamic. And like watching the wrong channel then. No, no, because I like the, I like the, the romance of two people meeting and getting together stories more than I like. Hallmark has wine. Yes, I know. Yeah. (laughs) Holly jolly jingle joy. But like I, but that's the thing. Like I'm not as interested in a story about, um, uh, like a, a movie about an existing family unit with two existing children. I'm not that interested in that because I don't have that, and I'm not. I've just never. Re- I'm not. I'm not that. That's not for you me. Are if of I, it. I am of it, but like I don't <laughs> yeah. really. I don't really want that as much as I like want to. Yeah. I want to. I want to watch a movie about two people falling in love for the first time. I don't want to watch people repair something broken. You know, like that's just not as interesting. I want to watch Santa Summit. I want to watch Santa Summit. I want to watch Santa Summit fourteen times again this move this year, and then stop. That's what I want to do. <laughs> but that's the thing. I just you can. You I just can. feel like that's like I'm more interested in that kind of thing. So maybe this one isn't for me anyway. And so maybe there are people out there for whom this felt very deeply resonant. So I can appreciate that. Like maybe mm-hmm. this this felt like it was for them. You know. So you know. But like for me, as far as like fixing this, it's like. I just, I don't, I also don't like things that are super kid focused. And this was a very kid focused story. This is a brat focused story. (laughs) This was about two children asking for stuff constantly. Like this was just like, I want a PlayStation 5. I want an elf. I want like, I want, I want, I want, I want, I need, I need, I need. Give me, give me, give me. And it's just like, and like them. And it wasn't the parent trap, you know, it wasn't like, two well-meaning children like you know in a nancy myers movie or in the in the original like trying to bring their parents together like through good deeds and like trying to be good people like this was just like them at just sitting on their thrones like give me this stuff i want Mm -hmm. and my parents i want that too like i don't know yeah can't be fixed. Nope. Can't be fixed. There's a there's a review on imdb that's titled so much anger (laughs) it's i agree with that Mommy, do you think yeah. it can be fixed? No, I don't. I mean, I, I, I wish that the restaurant had somehow felt real to me, at least. Nobody was ever at it, working at it. It didn't seem like it was... It felt real to me. It felt like a real failing restaurant. <laughs> well, the mother had a whole lot of time to run around in clean clothes, looking fresh. And yeah, that's on account of the restaurant. Is, was uh, it worth it? It didn't... It was, was the nugget <laughs> of the idea good? No! Exactly. I think that's the problem. That. So there's Nothing no there's no elevator pitch here that's worth pursuing. This was like a Nothing. two two divorced, you know, toxic people 
are going through a divorce at Christmas and their children are poorly behaved and nobody's taking responsibility. And that literally is what this was about. So what were we supposed to feel from this? Who in what room said, yeah, this is good. This is, this is really gonna, I don't know. These people coming together felt like exactly the opposite of the advice that I give to my friends when they're trying to get out of relationships, but stay in them because of fear. It feels Mm -hmm. like the exact reason that you stay in bad relationships if them, then their happy ending felt like staying in a toxic relationship yep. for the wrong reasons for another two months. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Rebecca says, I'm afraid we're going to end up right here next year, putting the kids through this again. And I, for one speaking as the proverbial kids hope they don't put us through this next year. If we yep. do, if we're like, if we're, speaking of doing this next year, if they were to do a sequel and we're sitting back here doing all, all the holiday movies again next year, I would, 100% saying I'm not watching this one. Mm-hmm. I don't care. Yeah. I would if they if the, they won't do it. But if they were to do a sequel to this movie and do Letters to Santa 2, The Revenge of Letters to Santa, <laughs> I would be like we're not doing that one. The Revenge of Drunk I will, Angry Santa. I would watch Santa Summit again to in order to and just say <laughs> revisiting Santa Summit, the crew <laughs> the gang revisits <laughs> it rather mm. than do this one again. Yeah. So, let's wrap it up then. Because we're being negative too, and I'm not enjoying that. Let's just, uh, Speaking of enjoying yeah. that, uh, our Instagram is Nameless Best Friends, and Jack's album is out, and you can listen yep. to that. And Beth, do you have any any books that are better than this? All of them? Great. Um, you can go ahead and read any of Beth's books. Beth Harbison. Uh, Jack, Jack, you 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 think of one of Beth's books that that you'd like to read more than this? What comes to mind first? Hmm. Chose the wrong guy, gave him the wrong finger. Oh, great. Love that one. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Um, and uh, I don't have anything in particular going on except for that I am posting uh, more and more unhinged Hallmark spoofs every single day, including one that had <laughs> just did one with pies that that make a sound in the morning that'll wake you up. It's, so it's a little that, that concerning. We don't insane. know how much longer Paige will be here. <laughs> <laughs> My mind is She going. may have to take a little vacation for a while but yeah exactly <laughs> we'll keep an eye on that all right yeah so well fine. we're sorry yep all right as ever and sorry. cheers goodbye Bye-bye. <laughs>